<laughs> yeah, Ruth knows Stormzy, by the way. If you're yeah, listening, yeah. <laughs> we're besties. We're like we're like this. This is Faith and a Christian podcast exploring faith in real life with young people. Um, okay, so we are recording a podcast called Faith and about um, life and faith and what that looks like and the real outworking of that, um, the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, so this morning we have myself, Ruth, I'm a youth worker in uh, Alverston, which is just outside the Lake District. We have Andy. Hello, how are we doing? Who is a youth worker as well. And we have our very own young person, Josh. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Josh. Excellent, well done, Josh. <laughs> that is so deep. How old are uh, you, Josh? I am 15, turning 16 soon. Very nice. Are you looking forward to your birthday? I am, uh, but probably being quarantined, though, won't we? When is your birthday? 17th of April. Ah, uh, yeah. Might, yeah. Be rubbish. When's right yours? Now. Ruth, when's your birthday? February. Already happened this year. Nice. I'm April 26th, by the way, and anyone wants to get me a present or send me a nice message on our Facebook page, that'd be lovely. We are looking forward to all of these things. Um, so we wanted to explore faith with young people, what that looks like in in your world, in our world, um, find wisdom from other people uh, and see what we can learn. It's an adventure for all of us. Um, so my first question today to you two lovely people are, is, is, how are you finding quarantine? Boring. It gets boring, boring. after a while. <laughs> yeah. Just repetitive. Like you do the same things over and over again. How are you filling your time? Most of the time I spend it like on Xbox with my mates, but every now and then I do like come downstairs and watch movies. <laughs> That's true. Family, yeah. Yeah, nice. How many hours do you think you're spending on a screen at the moment, John? Too many. I think that's the same answer for everyone though. I feel the same that all my work has moved onto a screen. What you know, we'll go out for a walk once a day or whatever, but the rest of the time we'll watch the TV or be on our phones or or whatever else. That my life is technology now, and I'm not sure I like it. Well, this is why I made a decision to put my desk desk uh, in inverted commas in a conservatory because at least I can look outside. Yeah, you see, you so can pretend that you're outside. I can hear birds every now and again and I can look out and see my dodgy fence that needs fixing. Uh, but at least I can see stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know. What is the what's the best thing about being in quarantine and not having to go to school, Josh? Uh I don't have to work. Don't have to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, How not did very... you feel about not having exams results and GCSEs, Josh? I didn't mind to be fair because like I got my predicted grades and what I needed to get so I could move on really so I don't mind. I, I don't mind. So you're like this is ace you know don't just get my predicted grades don't have to do the exams sort well, for next year. If it, if it changes I won't be very, very happy because it could go downhill from there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for right now you're at the top of the hill. <laughs> Uh, there's only one way to go <laughs> I, I'd say so I'd say so 
Excellent. And obviously not everyone who might be listening is in that same boat. We understand that there are some people who will be very upset that exams won't happen. Obviously, Josh, you're not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But And I'm sure some of your mates are like that. Do you have any mates who are missing their exams at the moment? Uh, I've got one mate who started crying because they got called off. And that's because he couldn't get higher grades than he got as predicted. Yeah, and yeah, like all the mates, the because they say they don't, they didn't try hard enough in the mocks because they they just thought they'd go for it properly in GCSEs, but yeah. that's not happening anymore. So they're not happy about that. Yeah, I and worked that's... really hard at school. I would have been so upset about it that yeah, I didn't like exams, but the work I'd put in just towards really upset me. Dad voice would have gone. You should have tried harder all the year <laughs> through. But I'm not that I'm not that type of dad, am I? Let's face it. <laughs> true, true. <clears throat> Enough said. Move on, Ruth. Move on. Ask another question. <laughs> Get to another question. Okay, so that's the best thing. What's the worst thing about being in quarantine? Being inside all day, like you get stuck, and then you just run out of stuff to do. So, so boredom yeah. and feeling rubbish yeah. about it. Yeah, like Netflix is getting boring. It's not really, like no movies, nothing like that. Like movies that I want to watch. But, okay, so let's stick on that for a second. What's the best thing you've watched on Netflix or Prime or Disney Plus or whatever else people might have? What's the best thing you've watched since um, you haven't been at school? Probably a movie that ma- that was made on Netflix. It's called Amateur. It's about uh, like this basketball young player yeah. who. He's not doing very good in school, but he's got like a career in basketball and which could move forward, but he doesn't know, so he needs to put in effort but in both ways in school and in basketball and at home and he gets to make it and then other stuff happens and his career goes downhill until he goes and starts playing in lift you lift you in, I think it is, and plays professionally there. Very good. And if you haven't seen the movie, now you don't have to. Josh has just told you the whole plot line. Good lad. Uh, well done, Josh. I didn't know if, that's why I didn't know if I should say or not. I had to make it <laughs> Spoiler alert. Andy, uh, what's the right. thing you've been watching? Um, I've been actually revisiting that 70s show. Okay. So when I was growing up, obviously 1998, I was probably watching that 70s show when it first came out, and now the whole thing's on Netflix. So I've had that on in the background whilst I've been working and uh, laughing at that. Yeah. Movie-wise, I get bored of movies. I like to watch the same movies over and over and over again, like Jaws. Really? Jaws is terrible. It's terrible. Jaws is amazing. Absolutely tragic. Transforms. <laughs> yeah, Transforms is bad as well. Yeah, you say that. I think we have very different tastes in movies, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. (laughs) Okay, Jesus still loves you. I imagine you're a bit of a Disney princess, aren't you? Uh, I like a bit of Disney. We watched the the cartoon Robin Hood last night, the one with the fox, and loved that. Watched that so much as a kid, and yeah, just very nostalgic, so I enjoyed that. Mulan's better. Ah, Mulan is good. Mulan is good. Might have to watch that tonight. (laughs) Tonight's watch list. 
it's the little things in life. We've got to hold on to those little things at the moment. It is. It is. So I suppose, Ruth, then, what are you missing most? That is a good question. I I miss my friends. And even in, in I miss seeing people. So video calls are great, but actually seeing someone face to face is a very different thing. So I miss my work colleagues and I miss my friends and I live a long way away from my family, but I miss my family as well. Um, and that kind of face-to-face contact, which is really different than just seeing someone on a screen. What about you, Josh? What do you think you're missing most? Probably, to be fair, it's mostly friends and just being out and about, just like actually going outside and doing stuff. I think yeah. there's something in, in our choice being taken away as well, that now we've been given these rules that we're only allowed out once a day and we have to stay inside and we can't see people and this, that and the other. And I'm I'm an introvert anyway, so I like staying home. I like <laughs> cancelling plans and and staying in on my own. But I like to be able to have the choice to be able to do that. And that that's my thing to be able to go, no, I don't want to do that. Or yes, I do want to do that. And now that choice has been taken away, it feels like it's been forced upon us. And I think... That's something that I find quite difficult. Yeah, we had a guy who I know, he works from home and he's fine with working from home until he was told to work from home. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't know if I want to now. I want to go out. I want to do stuff because he's been told to. Yeah. And I think you're right. There is there's a big thing there in that <clears throat> lack of choice, isn't it? That is just life, isn't it? That that we see that, or I certainly felt that growing up and things like that as a teenager when people said I had to do things, that I was not a rebel by any stretch of the ma- imagination. I wish I was. Um, but but those rules being put on, I was like, well, what if I don't want to do that? You know, it's it's that, I don't know, it, it, whether it's something in human nature that, that we, we like choice and we don't want that to be taken away. Yeah. I suppose that's a nice segue, isn't it, into roughly what we're talking about. Because, I mean, the idea is today we're going to be looking at a little bit of identity and and having that choice, I suppose, allows us to sort of build our identity. Yeah. Because we get to choose who we want to be to certain points. We get to choose how we act, how we dress, you know, what we do with our free time. And that all builds into our identity. And I suppose by having a lack of choice, are we losing parts of who we feel we are? Yeah, I think that might be true. I mean, if we think about what influences us, is a good starting point, isn't it? That when we think, so Josh, how about you? What what influences you? Think. Let's think about what you wear. What what makes you buy the clothes that you wear, or or the shoes that you own, or the chain around um, your neck? Probably most my mates like they probably give me like ideas and different like brands and different styles of clothing that I can use and I'd like to wear yeah uh, they show me like different types of shirts or jackets or stuff like that which definitely makes me want to buy stuff similar to that or the same yeah it's probably them that shows me like, stuff like that yeah what about famous people? Do you think famous people influence you with what they wear and the brands they wear? They do a bit, but not as much as friends do. They introduce like brands and like different and more new brands to like us and the youth, really. 
Yeah. So do you think your friends are influenced by them and then you're influenced by your friends? I think so. Like, sometimes people catch on to, like, say, a celebrity and they see, like, they're wearing this brand and then they want to wear that same brand as them because they, like, they might like that celebrity or they might like what they do. Yeah. So if your friends influence what you wear and the things you buy, do you think your family influence anything in your life? Uh, they probably do, like, when we go out, like, shopping to buy stuff. Like, say, if I like this shirt, but, uh, like, my dad or someone else doesn't like it, they, they'll they say that they're not buying that shirt, they'll, they'll go looking up for another. Unless it's like, I'm definite I want that shirt. Yeah. But if they, if they think it's, like, not a very good option, they'll be like, no, 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 don't buy that one. That's not a very good option. So that, that probably influenced me towards picking a different uh, a different shirt or a different piece of clothing. I mean, when I was growing up, I remember Nike brought out the Air Maxes for the first time ever, and uh, everybody got them, and it was either Nike Airs or Reebok Pumps. And uh, I saved up for about three or four months to get enough money just to have a pair of Nike Airs, because everyone else had them. And, uh, you know, I felt, again, looking back at it, I was influenced by my friends, by what culture was saying, the world around me was saying, Mm -hmm. this is the shoe to have, you know. So, like, nowadays you might have, this is the T-shirt to have, you know, the thing to do or what to, how to act. And I think sometimes that wasn't what I wanted to do, but it just happened. Yeah, I agree. I think that happens whatever world you're in. I know when I was a teenager, I did a lot of sport, um, and there was definitely the the right trainers to have or the right equipment or or the best hoodie or whatever else or you know all these things that it doesn't matter what kind of world you find yourself in there's always or there seem to always be these expectations around us don't there and um this pressure of of who we're supposed to be to be able to fit in and i think that's the thing it's how we find our way through that so as i said when i was growing up I wasn't in a place where I felt I was strong enough to say, actually, I don't care. Now, as an adult, I sit here and I go, I don't care if I'm wearing the shoes that all the kids think are cool or not. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a 40-year-old man who doesn't have to be cool. Looking back on it, I wasn't in that place. And I think that my faith now has gotten to a place where I'm stronger and I know who I am in God, which means I'm not worried about who I am in the eyes of my friends or the people around me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like hard though, because like, say if you like stand up and say you don't want to do this and that, or you don't want to wear that, there'd be like, you could get like comments said towards you, stuff like that, which could affect why you wear it and stuff like that also. Definitely. So uh, I'll ask this question to Josh first and then Andy, the same question will go to you. What is the most important thing in your life? There isn't a right answer here. I'm not trying to trick you out. I don't know. It probably varies from time. Like, depends at the time. Okay. Like, so what kind of things? I'll let you have a few answers rather than just one thing. Well, I'd, I'd say, like, uh, family's definitely up there. And yep. I, I'd probably put, like, my phone as a thing up there because I use it, like, for anything, uh, like, Say, even if I'm out with my friends or if I need something, I'd, I'd call my dad or my mum to come and try and fix it or help me out with it. Yeah. Uh, it's probably them too. Yeah, great. 
I think a lot of people will relate to that. Andy, same question to you. What's the most important thing in your life? Again, I'm going to have two because God is definitely up there. God is the most important thing in my life. But then below God will be my family, you know, my wife, my kids. Um, they're probably the two most important things. But God is definitely first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make that clear, God is definitely first. <laughs> definitely number one, God. Very close number two, family. Yeah. And I think that's really important, isn't it? That when we think about the things that are important in our life, that's where we find our our, our identity because we want to fit in with what's going on around us, don't we? So when our when our when the most important thing in our life is our friends then that's what's influencing us the most or if it's our phone then it's what's on that phone it is culture and celebrities and friends and all of those things that are going to be um shaping our identity and influencing who we are but if we turn this around a bit and look at where andy has got to and i'm sure it hasn't been a a simple journey to get to this point but you've got god right at the top of your list um Mm -hmm. and so how do you think that affects your identity well, I think where I am now compared to where I was. So when I was 16, I was heavily, heavily influenced by my friends, what was cool, what was popular, what I was supposed to do in their eyes. Whereas as I've grown up, as I've gone deeper into God and I've w- worked out what my faith looks like, I'm at a place now where that's what I, who I want to please. I want to please God. I want to live for him. I want to follow what he's asking me to do. And so that's the most important thing. So I care more about what he thinks about me and what he says about me than maybe what the world says about me. Yeah. You know, so I can wear a pair of trainers that the world doesn't think are cool. And I'm okay with that because God says, you don't need those pair of trainers. Who I am is wrapped up in who I see in God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we want to explore more in this podcast as we go, isn't it? It's it's how that fits into our everyday, that whatever we find ourselves in, whether it's gaming or sport or movies or whatever else it might be that we explore, where does God fit into that? How can we put him as our top priority, know that we are loved children of God and find our identity there and make that fit into the world rather than the world fit into our faith? Mm-hmm.